Welcome back to Decom Colon Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And a couple things before we start. One, if you hear a light rumbling in the background, it's currently storming outside. I don't think it should be a problem. I can't hear it in the headphones now. <laughs> um, and two, I might cry during this episode. <laughs> uh, this is a movie about a boy with a developmental disability and it's it's a it's a close subject for me. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, this week we watched True Confessions. Uh, still in the year 2002. Came out in April. And of, like we said, mentioned last time, it stars Shia LaBeouf. Uh, yes, I did not write down anything about Shia LaBeouf because anything more that we have to say that we have not said already is relevant to even Steven's movie. So mm-hmm. I have nothing about him. Um, this movie stars Clara Bryant, who played Amy in Under Wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, okay, so there's a few other people. There's this woman, I believe she's the mom. Her name is Marie Winningham. And she is one of those people who's, like, been in everything. Like, her most famous role is from St. Elmo's Fire, which I've never seen, but I've heard of. Uh, she was in Turner and Hooch, episodes of ER, Grey's Anatomy, 24, Criminal Minds. And she had, like, a, a long recurring role in American Horror Story. I looked her up. Well, I only looked up one of the characters, so I can't remember what she was from the other seasons. I looked up her character, and I think the one that she, at least the most popular one, was the one from Hotel, which is the season that I hated the most because all of the lead actors looked the exact same, and I couldn't <laughs> fucking tell them apart. So I don't even know what her role was on that, but... Um, we also have, um, Mr. Yanni Gelman, mm-hmm. who, if you watch this movie, you'll recognize as Paolo Valisani. It took me so long. I was like, why does he look so familiar? <laughs> Paolo, um, Sing to Me Paolo from the Lizzie McGuire movie. Mm-hmm. He also played Garrett in Pretty Little Liars, but who cares? Yeah, I put that. <laughs> I also have, um, William Trainer McGuire. Frainer. I don't know what it is. Frainier or something. He was in Seventh Heaven. He played John Gannon. And this episode, Matt is going to prom. And he gets set, set up on a blind date for prom. Because I guess he doesn't have, like, a girlfriend or something. He gets set up, sets up with the, in quotation, school tramp. And I believe that uh, the dad is playing the school tramp's dad. Because Matt mm. decides to go to prom with her anyway. Wow, what a despite saint. Despite her reputation. <laughs> what a saint. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that's gonna get some. And Matt does not assume that he will, and he does not because he is respectable, and also in quotes. So <laughs> that's seventh heaven for you. Um, I have a few other people. Uh, there's this guy named Craig Eldridge. He has 117 credits, and the only two I recognized were Cowbells and Miss Sloan, which is a movie that starred Jessica Chastain. It was really good. Um, there's this girl named Jennifer Foster who was in 17 episodes of Schitt's Creek as. Jazz gal number three. Oh my god, good for her. Um, there's this guy named Arnold Pinnock. Uh, I looked, I'm pretty sure this movie was made in Canada, because there was a lot of these oh, people. Oh, it was. It was made in, like, Ontario or something. Yeah, well, a lot, whenever I was looking through these, a lot of people had, like, one-off roles in, like, Degrassi. That's the main, like, the show of Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this guy was Paul in Life with Derek, and I didn't know who that was until I actually saw him on screen. He's, like, in the background of the scene, who was Casey's guidance counselor. Oh, okay. Um, he was also he also played Tamara's dad in Twitches and Twitches too. Mm. Um, and then lastly, we have this woman named Barbara Mama Bolo. She was in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. She played someone named Robin, but as much as I've seen Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, I do not remember someone named Robin. Mm. Um, and that's all I have for people. Yeah, that's all I have. I mean, Shia LaBeouf is the main star yes. of this one. The oh. parents are also in some other stuff. Shia but... LaBeouf is so good in this movie. <laughs> As for most of the DCOMs, the parents 
a lot of them were in other things, a lot of other things, and then (laughs) randomly did this, so. Um, we also continue our trend of shitty dads in DCOMs. Oh my god, my fucking notes. (laughs) Alright, let's get started. So, we open on children playing in a field. And we hear a girl's voice, she's doing a voiceover about how everyone on TV has perfect lives. This, I hate this, like, whole thing of, like, I want to be on a sitcom because it's only, like, really, it, like, well, I guess it, like, drives her to do the contest, but then, like, other than that, it has, like, it plays no meaning in this plot. Yeah, this movie <laughs> is not very consistent, which is disappointing because if they were more consistent yeah, in the way that it was, was made, th- it would have been thinking. so good. Like, if they had, like, focused more on basically shy, like, sh- Shia LaBeouf's, like, relationship with his family and, like, how they, like, deal, like, not, not, like, only the bad times, which they tend to do in this movie, but also the good times, which outweigh the bad times, well, I think it, which, like, they kind of touch on at the end, but it's, the, the plot goes, like, so many places with the main character. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that they did not write the main character consistently enough, so the main character's yeah. name is True. Spoiler alert. Her <laughs> name is Trudy, but she goes by True. Does that mean her full name is Gertrude? I just want to know. Anyway. <laughs> I think Trudy was on her birth certificate. <laughs> she um, goes, she's not True Jackson VP, which she, is the only true in my heart. Yeah, she doesn't have an E on the end of her name. But um, she is not consistently, re- yeah, she's it's, not consistently she's reading. She's so back and, it's, yeah, we'll get to and it. And it's, it's not her fault because she's, she actually acts the role very well. It's just the way it was written. Yeah. It's very frustrating to me. So we'll get to that. I'll point out the inconsistencies because yeah. they bother me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, she's talking about how, ah, TV people have perfect lives. And then, yeah, and then we cut to um, pictures and videos of a boy and a girl, and she says, that's me and my twin brother, Eddie. Um, I am obsessively attached to my camera. My dad says I could have filmed my own birth if I could, because I love filming. Uh-huh. Uh, my friends love being in my movies. She also says that. And then we cut to True is behind the camera, and she's trying to get her friends to reenact Titanic on the ferry. <laughs> and her friends are like, True, fuck off. <laughs> we don't want to reenact that Titanic. Yeah, her one friend Jake is like, we're in high school now. We're too old for this. We can't do that anymore. But then True eventually convinces him, and he stands on the edge and goes, I'm the king of the world. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, so they start talking to her about how uh, True is like, oh, I wish my life were a sitcom. And then they get off the boat. I guess they're still having this conversation about sitcoms. Yeah, they're walking to their bikes, which are, like, parked there. Um, and she says she wants to live her life like TV because problems are always solved and wrapped up in a nice bow in 30 minutes. Yeah, and her friend is like, well, that would be boring. And she's like, well, reality is harsh, so I'd rather live in a sitcom. She says, I'd much rather live inside the tube. Yeah. <laughs> so they're biking through the city, like New York City, I guess. I, th- I, I don't know where they live. I think the ferry is like the Staten Island Ferry. Is that the ag- I mean, the Staten Island Ferry is a lot bigger than what we see there. I don't know. I, I always thought it was Chicago. But I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not important. We, yeah, we don't know. Anyway, um, True and her friends walk up to True's front door, and Eddie opens, and he's got the camera, and he's, like, pretending to be paparazzi. Well, and he's taking, he is taking pictures, because it's, like, flashing, like, in their faces. And so he keeps saying, like, paparazzi, paparazzi! And so True keeps, like, telling him to stop, because it's, like, her and her friends, and he's just, like, coming at them. It's very, very bright. And so she's trying to grab the camera from him, and they're, like, fighting over it. And that's when Mom gets there, and she breaks up the fight. 
And so Mom and Eddie go inside, and True's friends are like, okay, we think we're gonna head out. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> this part makes me kind of angry, because, like, I get that, like, it can be annoying to, like, have your brother who's, like, essentially, I think they said, like, I don't know what age they said, but, like, Eddie, um... This he's just, like, development. Yeah, he developmentally has a, they, All they say delayed. is that he has a developmental disability. He, they don't say, like, what he has. It's based on a book, and they say that um, he was... He suffered from oxygen deprivation at birth, and this is what caused it. So Eddie's just, like, essentially a young child, basically. And, like, I get that it can be annoying, but Eddie, like, was really just, like, trying to have fun. And True freaking out at him like that is, like essentially what caused her friends to leave. Well, and yeah, I mean, later on, I think her friends, like, get to understand it better, but we don't know how long they've been friends. It's another inconsistency yeah, in Drew the writing. Yeah, just, like, won't stop yelling. Well, Eddie won't stop because it takes him, like, a little bit longer to understand things, but True just, like, won't stop yelling at him, and because, like, this fight ensues, their friends are just like, we're gonna leave. Yeah, and True's like, well, no, you don't have to leave, and they're like, we'll call you later, it's fine. Yeah, yeah so her friends leave, and she goes inside, and she's all annoyed. She looks at Eddie, and she stomps inside. Eddie looks uncomfortable and, like, kind of guilty because, like, he's not stupid. He understands yeah, he knows what's going that on. he did something Yeah, wrong. and he can tell that she's upset. Uh, yeah, so Eddie feels bad. Mom makes him say that, um, she, that he's sorry, and True forgives him, um, and that's when Mom tells Eddie, like, go work on your math project, so Eddie leaves. That Eddie is Shia LaBeouf. Um... <laughs> True is angry because mom didn't punish Eddie, um, and mom's like, it's because, like, she's like, why, like, don't you punish him, but you punish me, and mom's like, he doesn't know any better, and he feels left out when your friends are here. Um, True says that Eddie can do whatever he wants, but True can't do anything right, and this whole time, Eddie is eavesdropping, mm-hmm. so, like, he knows what's going on, but, yeah. like, it, he doesn't have a full, like, comprehension. Well, and True is, like, you let him get away with too much, blah, 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 which later on, we'll see a parallel of some characters going on. Um, yeah, but Mom explains that Eddie just wanted to be a part of what was going on, yeah. because he just wanted, like, True's attention. He wanted I mean, to hang makes, out with their friends. <laughs> this makes me sad, because, like, I've, like, grown up with people with, like, developmental disabilities all my life, so, like, and, like, again, like, I don't know how much information was out at the time but that just makes me so sad we just let him play yeah yeah and so yeah, yeah. like we said eddie was listening and true's like yeah oh yeah we did that yeah, so she storms off uh she slams her bedroom door and then she goes into like this little dream sequence of her life being like happy days basically yeah so it's uh, like a 50s style sitcom and her mom comes in and compliments true and she's like oh you're so amazing and gorgeous and wonderful at everything you I'm do i'm gonna increase your allowance i think she says a hundred dollars a week yeah like <laughs> they're like clearly in 50s clothes like <laughs> goddamn yeah, and then, like, the audience cheers whenever she gets an allowance raise. Oh, ha, ha, ha. But so then funny. True stops daydreaming and starts vlogging. Yeah, she sets up her camera and starts recording her confessional. And so she's talking about how mom doesn't get me. She's always with Eddie, and dad's a brain surgeon, so he's never home. Also, she says dad's a brain surgeon. Ew, that's gross. <laughs> Fuck off, True. Well, I mean, the way that her dad acts, I agree. Ew, well, I mean, not, true. like, his behavior, but she says, like, the actual, like, doing brain surgery is disgusting. I mean, I don't want to see somebody's fucking brain. Oh, well, I've literally watched a video of brain surgery on YouTube. Good for you. I don't want that. <laughs> but she's also talking about how, like, dad's always gone, and she feels like he prefers it that way, because when he is home, he's never in a good mood and stuff like that. Uh, so she says, here's 101 reasons why I'm keeping this video journal. <laughs> One, when I'm famous with my own TV show, my fans can see what life was like before. Number two, when 
foreign agents drain my memory, it'll come in handy. And number three, I need something completely and privately mine. Numbers four through 101 are to be decided. Uh, so we cut to downstairs. Eddie is setting the table. Uh, Dad is held up at work, and Mom says that they must be calm whenever he gets back because he's very stressed. He's a brain surgeon. The brain surgeon. Uh, True asks what's for dinner, and whenever Mom tells her, she starts taking the spoons off the table that Eddie had set. Because they don't need it for whatever they're ha- having yeah, for dinner. Yeah, so this causes Eddie to freak out because this is a system that he has, and True is disrupting well, it. Well, yeah, that's, like, how he learned to set the table. Yeah, he said this is how, he, yeah, well, he starts freaking out. He's like, no, this is how, like, Mrs. Whoever taught me, like, this is the way it has to go. But True is like, if we're not gonna, well, okay, this doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Mom tells True, like, just, like, let it go, and she says... Um, it's her night to do the dishes, and she doesn't want to wash something that's not used. Why would you wash it if it's not used? Just let it set the, I don't know. stay I on guess, the table? Some people are very particular about, like, things being clean, so I guess, like, if, like, food gets on it while you're eating your other stuff, I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. You could just put them away after, or you yeah, could I just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't get why she was angry. <laughs> well, but I also think she, that she also is kind of, like, strong and, like, stubborn in her own right, and so she wants things done a certain way, too, but because she isn't Eddie, like, it doesn't get to go her way, and that frustrates her as well. Like, yeah. you have to see both sides, because she is only 14, so, <laughs> and she's, like, grown up like this her whole life, so, yeah. Um, so True says that Mom is so worried about hurting Eddie's feelings that she acts like True doesn't have any. Um, so then True picks up her camera to vlog while still in the dining room, and she says, note to self, when my life becomes a TV show, cast someone else as my mom. Yeah. And because mom is literally in the same room as her, she hears this, and mom is very hurt. Yeah, she walks away, like, very disappointed. Um, so then we cut to True's diary, like, confession again, and she's explaining that she thinks that Eddie might be the most well-adjusted person in her family. And so we see mom wearing slippers to the grocery store. This is like a video clip. And she's like, uh, Eddie would never wear the wrong thing to the grocery store. never leave the house without checking in the mirror. Yeah. Unlike mom, who has horrible fashion. Yeah. So mom, so then we see this clip and mom is talking to a like grocery store attendant. And she's like, is this really organic or is this just a sign that says it's organic? I just want to know. And the guy like. Do you just hang the sign to take advantage of environmentally conscious women like me? (laughs) Like, calm down, mom. And so she says that mom asks annoying questions, and yeah, she... She also says that Eddie would never pack her leftover Chinese for lunch with sayings that aren't Chinese. First of all, why are you upset about leftover Chinese for lunch? When I was 14, I had to make my own lunch every day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Also, I can get why you get annoyed if your mom puts sayings in Chinese script that's not real (laughs) because Chinese characters because like we see like there's like a little note like a Chinese character and then on the back it says like have a rice day yeah which it probably does not say that I did not look up what it just has a corny note um but then at this point we cut to dinner and Eddie is talking about how oh when True got home like I was super funny I like pretended to be paparazzi blah 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 and so dad is like laughing and agreeing with that and so True kind of butts in and she's like well no it wasn't funny like my friends left because of it and it like caused a scene and all this stuff and dad doesn't really like say anything about that he doesn't really care uh so then Eddie asks mom to pass the broccoli and whenever mom passes the broccoli um something gets I don't know. Eddie has Eddie, it. And yeah, it, it, but Eddie accidentally bro- drops the bowl and it completely shatters. So dad gets very- Dad immediately like jumps out of his seat, I, stands up. He says, this happens often. Um, and 
my question here is if this happens so often, why are they still using glass bowls to hold their broccoli? Or also just like, why does it, it doesn't fucking matter. Like just because it happens often, it's an accident. What are you going to do? Says, now we can't eat the broccoli. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. It's fucking broccoli. Yeah, mom's like trying to calm him down because like it's fucking broccoli. Well, yeah. And, and for some reason. His voice is like raised. Like he is like yelling about this and obviously he's very yeah, upset. Yeah, and for some is, reason if Eddie is known to drop the bowls of food, they still use glass bowls. I mean, they still wouldn't be to able break. to eat the food if it fell on the floor. I mean, they could, but they probably and still. Wouldn't. But then the bowl wouldn't shatter into a million pieces. I don't know. Um, Dad is frustrated that they can't eat it now, and Eddie looks upset and apologizes. And so Dad's like, "Oh well, it's okay," and they hug. But he's crying, and Dad's like, "We'll go through a whole meal without you dropping something someday." Like, okay, you're being a condescending bitch. Like, calm down. That's not helping anything. Um. So True is drawing in her room after dinner, and she says. Did you know it's common for baby sharks to attack each other in the room? In the room. In the womb? <laughs> and she says, what if everything that's wrong with Eddie is all my fault? Which, I know she's only 14 and she's still learning, but I did not like that statement at all. Well, <laughs> the thing that she says next is that she was born first. So if you're saying that, like, what happened to him was because of, like, the uh, the umbilical cord being around his throat for too long. Like, if he was born first, that might not have happened. It might have happened to her. Yes, but I don't like her saying everything that's wrong with Eddie. Well, yeah. That's what I don't like. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, she's only 14. Maybe she just, I think times were different. Well, yeah, this was also written in 2002, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's like, I've asked mom, but how would she know? Well, she says that mom, like, has told her that's not true, but she's like, I still feel guilty about it. Which is, like, so horrible. Well, yeah, and that's another thing that I would like to say about True is, like, sometimes she is a very, like, horrible character to, like, try and feel sorry for, but you have to understand, like, what's going on in her head and the way that she sees the world and the way that she's, like, grown up. Yeah. It it impacts it, so. Um, yeah, so True goes to this message board on a special needs website, and she puts a message on there that says, my twin and I are starting high school, and I want to make him feel more comfortable and accepted. Please help. Well, and she says, like, he has a developmental disability, and she just wants to, yeah, a way for him to feel, like, accepted and comfortable in the world as they get older. Yeah, so True goes to bed, and then we see, like, the children in the field again. Okay, I think that this is supposed to mean that, like, when they dream, they, like, dream together. Yeah, they have a shared dream. I thought that, too, because we also see Eddie asleep in bed. Yeah, I think that's what they do. Apparently they have this dream every fucking night, though, because every time they sleep, (laughs) they see this again. Uh, so the next day at school, True tells her friend about Billy. This um, hot junior who I talked to. But she's only a freshman, but he's in love with her because he asked her, hey kid, is there an assembly today? And they made eye contact. Which, like, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> and Billy is played by Paolo. A young yes. Paolo. Uh, the friend is, like, trying to be encouraging. She's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, but then their other friend, uh, Jake, walks over, and he's like, I have some dirt to spill, and so, uh, But they Denise, end up talking, and then the news is never revealed. Yeah, well, he's like, no, you have to give me something in, a, in exchange, and then the bell rings, and so the two friends go walking over to homeroom, but True starts walking the other way, and they're like, where are you going? And she's, and the one friend's like, oh, just let her be. So it turns out True is going to, like, where, I guess, like, the special needs classroom is. Yeah, like, the special ed classroom, and- I don't really know why she's there, because she's just, like, watching. I think she's just, like, saying hi or something. She just, yeah, she, like, sees Eddie, and Eddie, like, smiles at her or whatever. And so as she turns around to leave, she runs into Billy, and they drop their books. 
Oh. And then he just, like, gets up and walks walks away, and then she narrates. She said, if I had Billy as my boyfriend, my life would be perfect. So then we go to another sitcom daydream. Yeah, of this Billy is I Love True. Lucy. Yeah, of Billy and True as Desi and Lucy. Yeah, and he's like, Trucy, I'm home. Ha 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 ha. Um, so True is filming Billy playing basketball in the gym. Yeah, very obviously. She's like all, zoomed in on his face. And their friends meet her to eat lunch in the gym. Yeah, I guess they could do that at their high school. And Eddie's there too. So they're all eating lunch together. Uh, her friend Jake brings up his news again, and he's like, again, I'll give you some info if somebody switches me lunches, and he sees True has, like, fried chicken or something, and he's like, it's about your future and becoming famous, and she's like, okay, tell me the details. So he reveals that there is a way for True to be a TV star. So True runs home to tell Mom, and she shows her this newspaper ad that the local TV station is is holding a contest, and the winner... Uh, it says gets gets to host their own show, but it's basically where you enter, like, a little, like, segment about whatever you want, and then the news will play that segment, basically. Yeah. So, Ma, well, and immediately True is like, I'm gonna be on TV, it's gonna be so great, and Mama's just like, well, you know, like, you have to try, like, don't get your hopes up, and then True immediately goes off on her. Well, yeah, she's like, wow, so you're saying I'm not gonna win? <laughs> Obviously, True is very insecure as well, <laughs> at least the way she's written. I I tried so hard to sympathize with True throughout this whole movie, but most of the movie, I just found her the most annoying. <laughs> well, see, I just, I think that they, writ- they wrote her very poorly, and it's really frustrating. And so, at this point, she says that she wishes she had a supportive mom and storms up off so like okay even though mom was just trying to like make sure she doesn't get crushed so here's some other things about like to keep in mind she's a 14 year old girl so she is like you know going through puberty probably just like her hormones are fucking crazy and she is trying to figure out her life and she doesn't know what's going on and she feels like her brother has like always gotten more attention than her and and this family is still very obviously learning how to like, care for Eddie. Well, yeah, and, like, as he gets older, like, that's something that they'll have to continually, yes. like, learn. And her dad is not around very often. She kind of has an absentee father, which means yeah. mom has to pick up the slack with slack with Eddie, which means True doesn't get, again, as much attention. So, keeping that in mind. <laughs> but she storms off to her room again, and she starts brainstorming names for her TV show. They're all puns on the word True. and <laughs> Yeah, and then we are in class the next day, and uh, the class is dismissed, but True goes up to her English teacher, and she's asking him for help with the contest. She wants it to be great, her entry, uh, but she doesn't know what to do. And so he suggests that she writes about what she knows. Just so be real with your you know. entry. So then we cut to Mom's office, uh, Mom's work. Um, she's on the computer, and she comes across True's message board post on the special needs website. Um, and she's talking to, mom's talking to her coworker, and mom says that, um, she's sad that True doesn't come to her when she's worried about Eddie anymore, because, like, the inquiry that she put on the website is something that she'd normally come to mom about. And the coworker keeps telling her, keeps telling mom, like, you know she's 14, like, she's not gonna come to you forever, like, this is just natural. Well, yeah, she's a teen now, that happens. Yeah, and mom's like, oh, but we used to be so close, and now all she does is yell at me, and the coworker is still, like... She's 14. Yeah. Like, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, you did that with your mom. Like, it's it's just natural. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, at home, True is complaining about how having a twin, uh, a twin brother, means that she can't be, like, the parent trap and, like, you know, trade places and play pranks. 
And I was so many like, laughs. It's the most relatable that True ever is. Like, if I was a twin <laughs> and I had a twin brother, I'd be disappointed that I couldn't do that. Um, so Eddie comes into the into the kitchen with these tools and a lab coat. And he's just like, hey, like, I'm a doctor. Like, dad, ha, 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 ha. And mom and True are, like, playing along. And uh, they pull, pull out this watermelon. And Eddie starts, like, operating on the watermelon. Like, he's a brain surgeon. And it's so much mm-hmm. fun. And everyone's playing along. And immediately dad comes in and gets angry and yells at Eddie for playing with these antique tools that were a gift. Well, yeah, and, like, Eddie is so scared of his own dad every time his dad does this. Because every time we've seen dad so far, he's been yelling at Eddie. Yeah, and, like, obviously no one knew, like, what these tools were. Like, I don't think, like, mom and True went along with it. Like, they didn't, like, if I feel like if they knew, like, how important, well, dad's never there to tell them. But if, like, they knew how important these tools were, they probably, like... Tell him, like, oh, like, maybe you shouldn't play with those. Yeah, it doesn't... And he continues raising his voice. Like, Dad just keeps talking, like, louder and louder. Like, you could have broke them, blah, 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 blah. Which just makes Eddie cry. Right. Again, Mom is trying to defend Eddie. um, And then Eddie, again, is so upset, he drops the watermelon and he says, I'm not a doctor. Doctors are mean. Yeah, and he runs away. Uh, So Mom and Dad are talking. um, And Dad says that everything he does with Eddie is wrong. Like I said before, this is obviously, like, no one's prepared to have a child Mm -hmm. with special needs well and mom says okay your tone is everything like tone is so important especially to eddie like eddie is very perceptive of like emotional cues we can see from like what he's done in the movie so far which i wrote a star by this i said yes queen we're talking basic messaging model here i am a communications major tone is very important and getting across your message because you can be saying the right thing but if you're saying it screaming doesn't mean the same. Right, and Dad's like, ooh, but we don't need to baby him. And Mom's like, I'm trying to help him. And Dad says, we need to raise the bar higher for him. But Mom is like, you have to be realistic. Like, well, we don't know how much more he can, he's going to develop. And one of the things that Mom says is that I help him when he needs help. And I think that's important. It's not like she's, like, trying to do everything for him. It's just when he needs help, she helps him. And Dad thinks that she helps too much. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so Mom is like... Okay, but if this is, like, the highest the bar is, that's what they say. They're like, oh, raise the bar. Like, that's fine. Like, this is just who Eddie is. We have to accept that. If he will, like, grow more than he will, like, whether mom is helping him or not. Yeah. And, but dad is like, if we're too easy on him, he'll stop growing because we've let him. Yeah. And so mom is just like, he's already gone above and beyond expectations of, like, what people have thought he might do. So, like, again, if he doesn't, like... Like, he's in a mainstream school, and Dad's like, well, yeah, but that's because it was a challenge, and we need to keep challenging him. Like, ugh. And Mom says, like, okay, but let's be realistic. And then Dad says, do you not remember what I do for a living? I face more reality every single day than most people face in a lifetime. Do you not know that your wife also works full time and then takes care of the children when she gets fucking home from work? That you you, don't fucking do? Yeah, and you don't do anything. You come home from work, scream at your kids, and then go to bed and do it all over again the next day. Not only that, but she has, like, a teenage daughter who is, like, going through this phase where she fucking hates her, and a special needs son, and she gets no support from her husband whatsoever. I don't know what mom, I don't know how mom was <laughs> calm in this moment, but yeah, he's trying to make mom feel guilty for telling him the truth about what was going on. Like, yeah. he needed that. It's a hard pill to swallow. Like, fuck off, dad. 
So (laughs) we see True sleeping, and again, she's dreaming of this childhood memory, but this time she's alone, and she's, like, calling for Eddie's name. And then we cut to Eddie. He's sleeping on the floor, and he's, like, calling out for True. He's, like, crying. Yeah, we can tell he's, like, having a nightmare. Yeah. And this nightmare is him being, like, lost in the field by himself, and he can't find his sister. This is the only nice moment we see of Dad (laughs) and Eddie together at all. So Dad comes in and helps Eddie, like, to his bed, and Eddie's crying, and Dad's, like, comforting him, and that's that's it dad says like oh I'm gonna make sure that we me and Eddie like do stuff together so the next day dad and Eddie are playing catch and so um Eddie is like overthrowing it just because I guess like he's just not as good as catch he just doesn't have like the hand-eye coordination or whatever yeah Eddie can't make it um into dad's love but he's having better and he's having a good time the entire time. time Um, he eventually loses the ball, but then dad doesn't freak out. He just says, let's go get ice cream instead. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's the scene. (laughs) Well, yeah, he, like, rolls his eyes, though, so he still seems, like, disappointed. Obviously, Eddie doesn't catch on to it, luckily, but, like, dad, fuck off, dad. Uh, so then True logs back on to the special needs message board, um, and she's reading through these replies that people posted. So there's this one that she imagines coming from this old lady, um, who says, the question is... The question isn't what's wrong with your brother, it's what's wrong with you. There's no cure, uh, you just need to develop a strong sense of faith. <laughs> yeah, I guess she's like, pray. I don't know. It doesn't, yeah. Um, and then she imagines this motorcycle man as the next respondent, and he says, hey, like, try the school board, that's what we did, and it worked really well. Yeah. Um, and then she sees the next um, reply from Dee Dee, who she imagines as, like, again, like, this, like, happy days... Uh, Marion Cunningham, homemaker, and yeah. she says, well, just know that you're, like, you don't need to, like, make the world, ac- like, it's not your job, I guess, like, to make the world accommodating to him. She says, your brother is lucky just to have you as a caring sister, and then yeah. she says, I'm here to talk if you want. Well, and she also says, like, you're a great sister, continue, like, loving him and supporting him, and things will be okay. Um, I just want to say that whenever we were back in mom's office, she, she did click reply, on the message board. Mm-hmm. So we know that this is mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we see that they are on the boat. We cut to the boat. True's talking to her friends. And uh, she's like, do you think Billy would be in my film? And they're like, oh my god, Billy's the fucking worst. He's obsessed with themselves. Like, they've done this once before. And they're just like, he's so self-centered. Like, stay away from him. He's also a fucking junior and you're 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's bouncing ideas off of her friends again. And they're all just kind of like, eh. I don't know about true that. Is, true is, like, the teacher said to, like, do things I know, but everything I know is boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then True stares at Eddie, and she says, I have a brilliant idea. And then she runs off. She's like, I'm gonna go do research, make sure Eddie gets home. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and so that's the other thing. Like, so her friends are getting, like, more comfortable being around Eddie, I guess. I don't know if this is, like, supposed to be his first year being mainstreamed at the same yeah, school Yeah, I don't her. know. Like, as we go through this movie, we can see that, like, True's friends have no problem with Eddie whatsoever. Yeah. Which is, well, at least, or maybe, like, maybe, like, they did before, like, yeah. that first time. Yeah, this is based off of a book so we don't know yeah. if there's, like, stuff we're missing from the book, but... <laughs> but, like, whenever we get to the end, True's friends are, like, they think Eddie's cool, which I love. I love that acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, she makes she says, make sure that they get home. So True gets home, and she's trying to carry all of these, like, heavy books in. So Dad's there, and he helps her carry, carry Dad's the books. Dad's home early, by the way. <laughs> yeah, carry the books inside. Um, and she's, like, Dad's, like, oh, what is all this for? And she's, like, the concert, the contest. And Dad's, like, 
the contest and she's like you don't remember so again like dad isn't around very much obviously like doesn't listen very well and that is frustrating to true but she explains to him like yeah I'm gonna do my movie over Eddie and like people like him so I want to talk about like how the brain works and I want to interview a doctor do you think you could like have one of your friends interview like for the movie and he's like well what about me I'm a brain surgeon and she's like no I want a different doctor Um, so this is when, uh, Eddie rolls into the house on rollerblades, and he's just kind of like, Dad, check me out! And things, like, start to get chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also, Shia LaBeouf has a very loud voice, so <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, maximized a little bit. Yeah. Um, Billy is outside, uh, he delivered groceries, he's, like, a grocery delivery man, mm-hmm. so he delivered groceries. And um, I guess he carries the groceries inside as part of his job, because he comes yeah. inside. so she and True, like, start to, like, bring in the groceries, but Eddie, because he's, like, riding around on the rollerblades, and True just keeps, like, yelling at him, Dad's not really doing anything. Well, yeah, Dad's on the phone, and then, uh, True, True told Eddie that he's not supposed to rollerblade in the house, because I guess that's a rule, but he's, like, not but, listening. Yeah, he's not listening. And Dad's on the phone, not paying attention. Yeah, so Eddie makes one of them, like, drop the bag of groceries and everything is so chaotic right now and True is like mortified because Billy is there. Yeah and Billy's like I need to leave or whatever and True's like wait like let's get you your tip because like it's his job. Yeah so dad tells True to pick up the grocery bags but she's like I'm not the one that spilled them like I don't need to pick them up which is a valid point. Yeah. Um yeah everyone's yelling while dad is on the phone. Um dad hangs up and he says that he has to leave for the hospital an emergency call just as mom comes home yeah. for mom to deal with everything. Yeah. And so dad tips Billy and he rolls his eyes and leaves and yeah that's when mom gets home. So dad leaves for work and True is upset that he never helped her with what he said he was going to. Yeah. Um, Eddie uh, tries to make a joke with carrots. He's like, what's up, <laughs> Yeah, doc? he takes the carrots and pretends to be Bugs Bunny. Yeah. But True is just so, like, pissed at this well, point. Well, yeah, I mean, and I get it, too, yeah. because that would be overwhelming to, like, be home, like, having this moment with your dad, and then all everything and goes then, like, to shit. And then, like, your crush comes in. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and your brother is just, like, being loud and wild and not listening. And yeah, yeah. Just so many things happening at once. So she grabs the carrots <laughs> from Eddie and goes... And puts them in the garbage disposal and turns them off. Yeah, and so mom comes in and yells at her. She's like, She's like, what the fuck? Like, those are carrots! We just got those for dinner. And so, uh... And True's just like, I wish things were normal! Yeah. And runs off. <laughs> so, Dad and Eddie race to the dinner table this night, and um, True comes down. They're like, oh, she's running a little late. And she gives everyone paper carrots that she made because she feels bad, I guess. Yeah, and oh, it's fun. The family has a fun dinner. And they all make fun of her for having a crush on Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because, well, she, like, I don't know, the way Shia LaBeouf talks, she's just like, oh, True, Billy! <laughs> Billy! <laughs> Um, so True messages Dee Dee mm-hmm. on the message board, and she says that she's stressed while um, Eddie is content, and that most of the time he's just, like, so much happier than everyone else that she kind of wishes that she was like him sometimes. Yeah, and she also says that, like, mom is too busy to hear about that, which, so she also understands that, like, mom is under a lot of pressure, which yeah. probably contributes to why she doesn't talk to mom as much. And so, yeah, she wonders if Eddie is luckier than the rest of them, and she says, like, she's not saying that his handicap is the word that they use, is a good thing, but he just usually appears happier than all of the rest of us. And so she, like, posts this to Dee Dee. Yeah. So, and again, it's just, like, yeah, well, Eddie's obviously, like, we, yeah, we talked about his comprehension, like, just, like, obviously, like, he's he still gets stressed and gets sad. Yeah. Like, just true, I think, like, her, like, in the most basic understanding is that he doesn't, like, feel and, like, think 
things the same way, mm-hmm. and because um, he gets uh, excited by like more simple pleasures, yeah, she believes that that means um, he has. I don't know. He's just like more happy. Well, yeah. Well, she just says that like he's happier than most of the people that I know, yeah. which isn't a bad thing. She's just yeah. So, we cut to True interviewing a doctor. Yeah, it's just, like, this whole montage of making the film for the yeah. contest. Yeah, and she's, like, recording Eddie, she's recording herself, editing footage, all this stuff. She falls asleep in class and falls out of her chair. And Very everyone, dramatically. Everyone laughs, haha. And Including so, Billy. Yeah. So then, True is gonna do the first showing of her friends to, uh, or of her video to her friends and Eddie. And so, um, they're watching her video, and it starts out, and it's basically just, like, a biology class about the brain. Yeah, True basically just explains, like, how the brain works, how Eddie's brain is different. Yeah, all the things inside it. So Eddie literally falls asleep. (laughs) Yeah, and her friends are, like, so bored. And so her friends, like, try to be nice at first, but eventually they're just like, it's boring. Yeah, well, she's like, tell me the truth. And they're like, it's boring. Yeah. So then she screens the the film for mom, who also says it's boring. And she's like, it, ma'am. (laughs) Well, yeah, and Mom tried to be nice about, like, it's very educational, but Mom says that she's playing it safe and that she wishes she would tell her side of the story. Yeah, her own point of view. Yeah, and so uh, True gets defensive at this point, and she's like, you hated it, and she storms off. (laughs) Even though it's literally the same thing that her friends told her. Yeah. Um, uh, well, her friends didn't say to, like, show her side of view. Mom actually, like, contributed yeah, something, like, had a suggestion. Yeah. And so, that night, True is reading to Eddie in his room. They're, like, reading this book, and she's, like, doing it in voices that he likes, and they're, they're like, having... story. Yeah, they're having a good time. And so, Eddie asks her to, like, reread some parts, and True is like, you always ask me to do this. Like, no, it's fine. Um, and so, True asks Eddie about her movie. Like, what did he think? And so, um... Uh, Eddie says that his only, um criticism is that it needed more car crashes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she says, what does this mean? What if this means that I don't have any talent? Um, and Eddie's like, you're funny. And then Eddie asks True if she's mad at him because uh, True doesn't play with him anymore. So Eddie thinks that means that she's mad at him. Yeah. And he said that like that makes her sad because he says, you used to be my twin, but now you're not, <laughs> which is sad. <laughs> well, and I think it's also hard because they are like a boy and a girl. So the dynamics of that. And also- obviously like entering high school, they're going to like True is obviously going to like go off and do different things mm-hmm. that Eddie like might not be able to do. Mm hmm. But, yeah, he just feels like their relationship is not as close as they used to be. And True is, like, apologizing. She's like, I'm sorry I've been so busy, like, working on my movie and stuff. And she's like, I still love you, obviously. Um, So then, later that night, True logs on (laughs) to her messaging forum. she says, why am I such a loser, TV? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so she said she knows that Mom is trying to help her, but everything Mom says sounds like criticism to her. And she feels like, um... If it's too personal, won't everyone laugh at me? Yeah, what kind she, of show will I do now? Well, she's afraid that people are going to laugh at her or at Eddie. She feels like if she kept it, like, strictly about science, like, there's no nothing to laugh at. Because it's just, like, this is how the brain works. This is how, like, an abnormal, in quotations, like, brain function is or whatever. Yeah, so then we cut to True and Eddie at their soccer game. Um, they walk up to the coach, and the coach is really nice. He just goes, hey, Eddie, just remember not to use your hands. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie's like, I'll try. <laughs> Which I love so much. Yeah, 
And so mom and dad are like sitting on the sidelines and they're recording everything. And mom starts complaining about there being a ball hog on the other team. And dad's like, their parents are right there. Like you're talking too loud, which I said, this is relatable because I've been there. I've heard parents talk about other kids and the other parents get mad. Uh, yeah, so dad laughs, and then mom is like, oh, like, when you smiled, you looked like Eddie just there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Trude narrates while she's on the field, and she says, sometimes she and Eddie get twin telepathy. She says, I don't look up, and I know he's open. And this is where she passes to Eddie, who scores, and it's so nice. Yeah, everyone cheers, and True and Eddie hug. It's, like, a very fun moment. Um, and so then we cut to Dee Dee telling True that her feelings are powerful and that it can be scary to be yourself, but art needs, like, feelings and passion yeah, behind it. no one makes great art without taking a risk. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, True is telling her friends that Dee Dee is her personal guardian angel. And her <laughs> friends are like, uh, you know, Dee Dee could be, like, a fucking predator. Yeah, they don't like, say that. But... You might be getting catfished <laughs> by this mom figure in your life. Um, and True is talking about, yeah, just how, like, supportive she is. Eddie is sitting on the end of a dock, and True goes over and starts filming him, which she spends, I guess, most of her time filming Eddie. Um, And so Denise says that she doesn't get it. Like, how is True going to include herself? Like, is she, like, isn't she afraid people are going to make fun of her? And True's just like, I don't know. I just have to, like, put myself in there. That's what Dee Dee said. Uh, So at home, True opens this special box in her room that's filled with tapes. Uh, She starts to watch them, and they're of her and Eddie, both good and bad. Mm -hmm. And in one of these tapes, someone called him the R word, which I'm not going to say out loud, because I don't know. Yeah, which again- (laughs) Don't use that word, guys. (laughs) Yeah, again, this is 2002, but that doesn't make it okay. Right. There are so many fucking (laughs) words. Well, I mean, this this word is, it's like not used as like a normal thing. Like, it's used as like a hurtful thing, which is what it is. It's not someone just being like, oh, that's- yeah. Well, no. I mean, in this case, it was being used as a hurtful thing. Yeah. But probably, like, in any film made, like, in a Disney film, it would not get used at all. Yeah. Um, also, I would like to say at this point, there is a Bare Naked Ladies song playing. So I'm, like, watching the movie, and I'm like, why does this sound like Christmas? It's because I love the Bare Naked Ladies Christmas <laughs> album. I looked it up. Yep. The song is called Am I the Only One? I was like, yep, that sounds... Sounds like Christmas, so that's all. Um, um, so the next day, Mom, True, and Eddie get in the car to go to the beach. It was supposed to be a, like, full family fun day, but Dad had to work. Yeah. Um, so on the beach, True films Eddie with a kite. It's mm-hmm. not windy, so the kite won't stay up, so he's trying to run with, like, the kite behind him, but he's getting very angry that it, he yeah. like, starts yelling at the kite. And he's, like, calling it stupid, and then he's like, this must be, and then he says the R word, which, like, he <sighs> obviously, like, it's so sad, and True's so... just like, Watching this happen, True looks so concerned because she's like, how, like, she thinks back to, like, the moment where that other guy called him that, and it's it's really sad. I almost started crying. I might start crying. <laughs> yeah, so and so, like, Eddie is crying about this, and he's, he's like, saying yeah, he's, like, True, just, True's name, like, asking for her comfort, basically. True just kind of watches. We don't really well, know what happens after well, this. Well, no, she stops recording, and she, like, goes, she stops recording, yeah. And then we see on the way home, True, in the car, it's, like, storming, and True is rewatching the video in her, in the car, and she's telling Mom that she can't show it to people because she doesn't want them to laugh at Eddie. Again, that was, like, one of her concerns. And Mom asks why they would, um, if she's just showing how much Eddie means to her. And True says that, like, Mom has to say that because she's her mom. And then she brings up, well, my friend Dee Dee gave me advice, and she said that I should be myself even when people can be cruel, which is literally what mom was just telling her to do, like, be yourself. Yeah, and um, True is like, Dee Dee gets me. And then mom is like, 
Uh, true. Yeah, she's like, while we're talking about Dee Dee, can I tell you something? But True gets defensive, and she's like, you know, I know she may not be who she said she is. That's what my friends have already said. But she gets me, and she gets it. And so... So uh, Mom decides to hold off for a yeah. little longer. So then Dee Dee tells True that showing her true self will have reward... Will be rewarding for her. And that could be, like, what helps her win the contest. Yeah, so before they put the tape in the mail, <laughs> True and her friends perform this, like, seance over they're the They're doing tape. a spell over it. I don't... They're, like... Yeah. They're, like, film gods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I but don't fucking know. They put it in the mail, and her friends are like, I can't believe that you, like sent that in without showing it to us first and she's like well I didn't have any time for revisions and I just needed to get it off of my chest yeah so true comes home she tells mom she sent it the tape and mom says good job if you truly show your true self you'll be rewarded well okay before this so she goes home she's like it's done and mom asks about Eddie I wanted to mention that because again like it's another part of like this is something happening to true and true wants mom's attention and mom mm-hmm. is immediately saying like where's Eddie what's Eddie doing and she's so true says oh Eddie's outside mom's like oh what were you saying so just wanted to mention that and then yeah mom says uh if you show your true self you'll be rewarded yeah and so true hears this echo in her head and she's like Dee Dee wrote that she's like where'd you get that phrase how'd you come up with that um and mom is like trying to explain herself well she actually doesn't say anything they just like look at each other for a moment yeah they're and like true we knows. know we know true <laughs> knows and she storms off she's very mad she feels betrayed it's like how could you do that you're no and then she's like you're gonna use the things i say against me well yeah she feels betrayed because she feels like lied to and then she says she hates mom as she runs away mom is obviously sad but i in movies, it makes me, and, like, TV shows, it always made me so uncomfortable whenever people would say that they hated their parents or, like, their siblings. Ah! That's very, I don't like it. It's, uh. Like, your family loves you a lot. <laughs> like, I know you're upset, but don't say that. I, I mean, certain circumstances, but. <laughs> I understand not all families are but good, whenever but, like. Dan killed Keith. And Nathan said, I hate you. Wow, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh my god, that show's been out for ten years. Um, no, that was justified. I'm saying, there are justifications, but, like, when somebody would get in a fight with their sibling over, like, a toy and be like, I f- hate you, and run away. Like, I didn't like that. That was not how we grew up no. in my family. I'm sure I said I hate you to my sister. <laughs> it just stresses me out. If you ever seen Eight Simple Rules, the last thing the daughter says to her dad before he leaves is she hates him. She leaves the house. The dad, like the actor in real life, died. So then in the TV show, the dad had to be killed off. So they have this whole storyline about how the last thing she said to her dad before he died was, I hate you. It hit me very hard when I was like a 10-year-old kid rewatching this on ABC Family. So don't say that you hate your family when you don't probably... That's it. (laughs) Back to the story. (laughs) All right. So, uh, we see mom and dad at, like, this, like, art fair festival thing Mm -hmm. in the park. Um, True is still not speaking to mom. Uh, True is looking through the crowd, and she finds Eddie by the pond. Well, yeah. She had been looking for him, because she was, like, he was on the ride, but then he wasn't. And she's like, where did you go? Yeah. So, uh, she notices that Eddie is wearing this hat that he didn't have before, and he points to these kids over on the bridge who gave him this hat. And True immediately doesn't believe him. She's like, what did I tell you about, like, taking things from strangers? So, like, this is something that he's done before. Well, she also just says, like, well, yeah, I don't think she means, like, he stole it, but I I think she just means, like, don't do that. It could be something, like, bad. Yeah. So she's like, we need to go return it. So we see that it's Billy and his friend. Eddie is trying to explain, like, no, they gave it to me, but she doesn't believe him. 
Uh, yeah, so True walks Eddie over to give the hat back, and, yeah, we see it's Billy with his friends, um, and True is like, oh, like, I think this is yours, we're here to return it. Yeah. Uh, Billy says, no, I gave that hat to him. Um, he says, isn't it kind to be our word, kind, be kind to the R words weak? And he says, why would I want it back when we all spit in it? yeah so he so at this point he is like so pleased with himself he and his friends are all laughing he's like sitting on this little like ledge of this bridge above a little pond and so if you're a dick to people with special needs you belong in the lowest circle of hell you don't even belong in hell you believe you belong worse than hell but true is like what the fuck is wrong with you and he's like well what's wrong with you freak and then she says you're a bigger mental case than him so true screams (laughs) and pushes billy into the pond as she should that's what i wrote yeah and very justified (laughs) yeah so billy is like yelling in the pond and true and eddie run off his friends are laughing yeah so true walks up to mom and dad she's like we're leaving now and then they're like what happened she's like you wouldn't understand (laughs) okay true come on it's a twin thing uh yeah so So, in the car true is upset eddie seems like generally fine but she's like looking really like understood what happened yeah she's looking out the window and she's like almost crying as she's thinking back uh to when they were kids again and when like things were simpler they're like running around the field whatever uh so back in true's room she just like erases bill like a single cut out of billy from a picture yeah for some reason she had a picture of billy Uh, so mom tries to check in with True, but she yells, like, I don't want to talk to you. Well, mom asks if she's alright, and she says that she just doesn't want to talk to her. And mom apologizes, saying that, like, I'm sorry that I did that, like, I should have told you the truth, but I just wanted to, like, reach out to you again, because, like, I just wanted to, like, be there for you. And she's like, and mom, and True kind of accepts the apology, but not really. Yeah, she, like, she's like, this is what happened in the park, and then slams the door in her face. Well, she's like, no, not, everything's not okay, like, this is what happened, yeah, and then slams the door. So, then we cut to True calling the TV station, asking when the winner will be announced, and they recognize her voice, because apparently she's called, like, every day for the past week, and they haven't given her an answer, I guess. Yeah, so then we cut to True, Eddie, and Jake at the library. Um, True and Eddie are doing homework, and Eddie's just, like, looking through a bunch of picture books. Um, And when he's done with his last one, he's like, I'm gonna go grab some more over on the cart. So he goes and he picks up, like, a, a pile of books, and one of them accidentally falls and gets kicked into the elevator. Mm-hmm. So Eddie follows the book and tries to grab it, but then he gets stuck in the elevator and he and the, the elevator goes to the bottom floor and he gets out not knowing where he is and he just starts freaking out. Yeah, he starts like looking around for True, like saying her name, trying to find her, and the longer he goes without finding her and the more he like walks around, the more like freaked out he yeah. begins to get. So he starts like screaming and stuff, like calling for her name. Yeah, so True hears this, she starts running downstairs. Yeah. Uh, the librarian comes over because like he's obviously being loud and like corners him. And, uh, Eddie, like, backs up into this wall of books, and they, like, start to fall off the shelf. Mm -hmm. But thankfully, at this point, True and Jake find him. True, like, like, comforts him and hugs him, and the librarian is like, oh, ridiculous. Well, the librarian's like, yeah, can you go outside? And True's like, just give us a minute, like, we'll go outside, we promise. And so, yeah, the librarian is picking up books angrily, and he's like, this is unbelievable, blah, blah, blah. And this is when Jake sticks up for them. He steps in, and he's like, she said, give them a minute, just give them a minute. And for some reason, the librarian listens to Jake. Yeah, so Jake is like, I'm gonna go call your mom to tell tell her to come pick us up. Yeah. Um, so, oh my god, I might cry. Okay, so Eddie says, He's, like, crying to True, and he says, it's not fair because I don't want to be different. Mm -hmm. And True says, if you were, like, different than you are now, 
um, then you wouldn't be the same. You wouldn't get special help in school. You wouldn't get to rollerblade in the house. And you wouldn't be the amazing brother that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eddie starts to feel better. And he says, I love you. Yeah. And Teresa they... says she loves him. I'm starting to tear up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just, like, they have a moment. They hug and they're just having, they're both crying. But, like, uh, yeah, so they're both crying. And true... Uh, Eddie sees that she's crying, and she asks if she's sad, and she says, no, um, I'm not sad, like, I just love you, and so Eddie, like, wipes her tears away, and then, yeah, they hug again, and True, so, oh, so later on, I guess back at home, Eddie and True come home, and Mom tells True that a letter came from her, came for her, and it's from the TV station, and she opens the letter, and she won! Oh my god! Everyone's so happy! Yeah, okay, and then, immediately, instead of being happy, (laughs) True turns to Mom and says... If I get made fun of at school, it's all your fault. But, yeah! <laughs> and she, like, walks away. And so, it doesn't matter. That doesn't sully the moment. Mom and Eddie are still, like, very proud of her and very happy. So, then the next day at school, there's an announcement being made over the intercom. And it's like, oh, True is a freshman here and she won this contest. Like, check out her movie on TV tonight. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, Jake and Denise yeah they're over for the premiere yeah the premiere um True and Mom are gathered around the TV and True's <laughs> like where's Dad Mom's like oh he promised to be here but then like, Dad like, calls yeah. and he's like oh I'm running late like make sure you tape it for me which again is like disappointing to True because he like promised he would be there yeah they're like where's Eddie and then Eddie walks in in like a beret and sunglasses and he's like. The movie star's here! Well, and he's wearing one of those uh, t-shirt tux shirts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and so uh, everyone, like, sits down. The presentation starts, and Dad is, like, at the hospital, says that he can't leave, but then ends up watching the entire thing on the TV there yeah. at the hospital. So the program starts, and it's true talking to the camera, and she says, meet my twin brother, Eddie. Uh, so there's shots of, like, Eddie having fun, and as true is talking, she says, Eddie is the most beautiful and profound person I know. Uh, there's a shot of mom and Eddie dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie, like, steps on her foot or something. She says, sorry, mom. And she's like, it's okay, everyone makes mistakes. And he says, except God, right? It's, and then, I don't remember what he says after that. Oh, but he I said- got I got distract- distracted because, uh, <laughs> uh, Eddie walked so Lady Gaga could run. <laughs> well, he said, uh, God doesn't make mistakes because if he did, the whole world would look like a kid drew it, right? And that's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Um, True also says that Eddie is the most beautiful, or, uh, he loves and appreciates the small things that people take for granted. There's, like, a clip of him, like, looking at a spider web, and True is like, ew, that's gross. And he's like, no, it's, like, cool. Like, look at all the work the spider put into this. Yeah, so, and then she said, there's, like, a lot of, like, fun clips of her and Eddie, and then she also says, living with a twin who has a mental disability isn't easy. So then we cut to these shots of Eddie basically making True angry. Uh, well, there's, there's, he's, like, throwing fits, essentially. Yeah. Yes, like, there's this one where, like, they're in the candy store and he wants to buy all this candy, but True's like, no, like, you can't do this, and he's not paying attention. He's, like, mm-hmm. basically, yeah, throwing, like, a temper tantrum. Yeah. Um, and she says, people think when he acts like this, how could you live with him? Sometimes it's embarrassing. But then she says, don't feel sorry for him. He has more joy than any other kid. And she says, don't feel sorry for me either, because I have a brother who teaches me what's important in life. Mm -hmm. And she said, I just wish other people would take the time to get to know him like I do. And so, like, as this is happening, like, Dad is watching this on TV. They're all watching it. Like, whenever the fits happen, all of them are, like, a little, like, uncomfortable with seeing this. But they all, like, it's worth it to hear what True has to say. Um... Yeah, and so, don't feel sorry for her, like, he has more joy, and then there's, like, a nice montage of the siblings just enjoying each other's company, and, 
that's the end of it. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, everyone at home tells her it was great, mm-hmm. and there's a fellow doctor. Well, Dad is like... <laughs> That is like, oh, like, that's my daughter. And the doctor's like, you're not there with her. Yeah, he's like, you weren't in this. And like, the doctor says, we all become invisible fathers in this field. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, their friends immediately are like, are you worried people are going to make fun of you? Yeah, <laughs> which is not very comforting. Eddie also told her that True was going to be a star because he's very encouraging. Yeah, so then True, like, immediately ma- imagines, like, everyone at school making fun of her. And saying these horrible things to her. Yeah. So then we cut to the next day when she actually does walk into school and she's kind of, like, braced for the worst. But everyone is just really nice to her. Yeah, everyone compliments her immediately. They start cheering for her and Eddie. Yeah, so he's- they, like, hug in front of everyone because yeah. they're just, like, clapping. <laughs> yeah, these kid- this one kid was like, oh, my mom cried through the whole thing. Like, great job, True. That's so yeah. good. Uh, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so True comes home from school. Dad tells her, he was like, oh, like, I was able to watch it last night, you know. I wasn't in it. <laughs> yeah. And so True is like, yeah, like, I'm sorry about that, but the only footage I had, like, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't have wanted me to use. And so Dad's like, well, what do you mean? Like, let me see it. And she's like, are you sure you want to see it? I don't think you're going to like it Dad's very like, much. Dad's like, I can take it. Yeah, yeah. So she starts showing him the clips. And so the first one is the time where they're sitting at the table and, uh, Eddie accidentally knocks over milk and it like spills all over anything everything and again dad stands up and raises his voice and gets all mad and so dad sees that and he's like oh yeah well that's not a good one but I lost my temper you know everyone loses their temper sometimes so then true plays another one and it's like the same thing Eddie does something and dad's like screaming at him again so dad like kind of starts to get it and true plays another one and again the same thing happens again and again and so dad understands that like this is how his family sees him and so he's like, oh, like, I need to do better. Yeah, and this is where True says, Eddie loves us even when we make mistakes. We're his entire world, and he just loves us, and all they have to do is love him back just as much. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, yeah, and so at this point, like, Dad is like, I want to do better, obviously, and True's like, well, okay, well, let's just delete these clips. Like, that was the past. We're going to do better now. But Dad says, like, let's keep the footage to remind us, like, to keep doing better. Um, so dad, like, leaves the room, and True sees the clip that she took where she says, like, I'm gonna cast somebody else as my mom, and she watches it, and she sees mom's face, like, fall in the background, which she hadn't seen whenever she took it. And so she realizes that, like, she's been horrible to mom, too. Like, the way that she sees that dad was mean to Eddie is, like, what she's been doing to her mom. That's, like, the parallels that I saw. (laughs) So she goes out to the garden where mom is. And, um, she tells mom that mom didn't have to be Dee Dee. Like, she could have just talked to her. <laughs> and mom is like, uh, I fucking tried! <laughs> well, yeah, mom's like, you make that sound easy. And she, like, brings up whenever True used to tell her everything. And so True is like, well, I just, I don't tell you everything anymore because you seem so busy. And she's like, I never stopped loving you. Like, I've always like, loved you. I just you. miss you. Yeah. And, yeah, mom said, like, I miss you. And so True said that when she watched the movie, she realized that she's going to grow up and do things that Eddie won't ever do. Like, she's going to go to college, she's going to get married and have kids, and this was, like, something that was really hard for her. It was something that she wanted to talk to her mom about. And so she said, like, Eddie will always be Eddie. Um, And she just, like, doesn't know how to, like, reconcile that. And so she's, like, crying, and Mom is, like, hugging her, like, comforting her, because this is something that has, like, been weighing on her, I guess. I didn't really talk about that more. She's just, like, Eddie will always stay Eddie. Yeah, which, like, again, like, she's 14, and this is something that she's just realizing, and it's hard to grasp, grapple mm-hmm. with. But I just want to say that, like, 
people with developmental disabilities, they all grow. They can still, like, depending on their cognitive, fun- I don't know, cognitive function, <laughs> depending mm-hmm. on, like, how much they can, like, comprehend, they can still live, like, lives where they get married and have jobs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We don't know. Maybe Eddie did. But it, there's a bright spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I see she's just coming to terms with, like, again, she talked about earlier in the movie. Yeah, well, like, the she's guilt like, me and Eddie like, grew up together. We, like, went through all these things together. Yeah. And now I think it's more just, like, I'm going to go through these things without any yeah and she doesn't like have that like like that someone to like hold on to with while she's going through these things yeah um so then uh true is back in her room doing another video journal and she says even though life isn't a sitcom it gets better and she's like dad's around more and he tries to relax so we see like dad and eddie building this uh tower of cards and eddie accidentally knocks it over and dad's (laughs) Yeah, what did he think was going to happen? It's a tower of cards. It's going to fall over. Yeah, so dad, like, uh, starts to yell, but he, like, kind of catches himself, and she's like, he still still struggles sometimes. Um, she says that mom promised to be more available, and I promised that I would listen to mom. So they have, like, a little moment. They're, like, doing a craft in the kitchen, and then she said, Eddie will always be Eddie. And so True and Eddie are rewatching him shooting his goal, and Eddie's like, play it again. And True's like, why do we keep watching this? This is, like, the tenth time we've watched it. Like, you know it's not going to change anything. And Eddie's like, I don't want it to change. Like, it's us being twins. I love to see that. And so then we cut back to the younger memory of the two of them, like, prancing through the forest and... They found each other, I guess. Yeah. And and that's the end. (laughs) And then it ends. And there's a little screen for, like, five seconds at the end of the movie that has the Special Olympics number on it. (laughs) And then it just cuts to the credits. (laughs) Evolve. Oh, yeah, well, this is 2002. <laughs> Were there no other sources for Besides information? Special Olympics. I, I don't know. There definitely were. But <laughs> yeah, so that is the end of the movie. Yeah, um, like I said, it makes me very frustrated because I feel like True was written so horribly and yeah. it could have been written so much better. Because, it's, like, like for me, it's more just, like, the flip-flopping between, like, hey, mom, guess how my day was? And then mom's like, how was your day? And she's like, fuck you, mom! <laughs> well, yeah, and, like, they could have written it better to, like, not that mom was absent, but, like, the like the part I said where True tries to talk about herself and mom brings up Eddie. Like, if they did that's that so more. Su- I didn't even notice that until you brought it up. Yeah. It's so like, subtle. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, True focuses on that because she sees, like, I want to talk to mom about this thing and mom brings up Eddie. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, looking at it that way. Um, but, yeah, I was disappointed because True could have been written so much better and this movie would have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I I almost gave this a lower score just because I did not like True. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I gave it a lower score because of the writing. See, I feel like True was not the villain in this movie. <laughs> so... Um, did you, I didn't have any, like, quotes that I wrote uh, down. My only quote that I have was, Dear Dee Dee, why am I such a loser? <laughs> yeah, um, so how did you rate and rank this? Um, well, like I said, developmental disabilities hold a special place in my heart, as does Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> so I gave it a four out of five. I put it at number nine, uh, below model behavior and above life size. Yeah, I gave this a three and a half out of five. I almost gave it a four out of five. Um, I also put it at number nine. Johnny Tsunami is above it, and Xenon the Sequel is below it. Um, I want to say, if you want a movie that's a lot more lighthearted, that's also about developmental disabilities and has Shia LaBeouf, I <laughs> highly recommend The Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes, that it's is. It's very good, very uplifting. It's not as sad like this one. And again, like, people with, like, pe- living with people with developmental disabilities, it's not always. 
always sad. Like, it, yeah. like they kind of touch on that in, in the end. Like, oh, yes, like, Eddie is, like, a source of light in our lives. But, mm-hmm. like, throughout the whole movie, we kind of, like, only see the bad things. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I had something to say about the movie. Um, oh, I just wanted to say that I feel like this was, like, this wasn't, as far as representations of people with disabilities, I feel like this was not a bad version I was trying I literally of. looked up like just in case I didn't yeah. notice how was like true discussions is this problematic yeah but well, I, I just like, wanted to see, see yeah. anything mm-hmm. and like 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 I said they don't like specifically say like everyone with developmental disabilities is different yeah and like how they act and like mm-hmm. things like that I mean like obviously it would have been nice if like someone with an actual developmental disability right but like this is 2002 yeah and I think Shia LaBeouf did like a very good job yeah in what he did well and the thing is like this is never like I mean obviously it wouldn't be poking fun at people with developmental disabilities right. but it's also not like making them like the sob story like it's not like a tragedy like you right. said like it, it shows like the bright points of this going it's, on it's also he's not only there to serve as a joke either. well yeah and like it's also like trying I think to show the reality of yeah. what it can be like to live with someone with a disability like you said like they're all different right. but like yeah I feel like it's good for kids to see something like this like I didn't see this when I was growing up I don't think it was very popular might have been a little controversial or something I had never heard of this before. I had heard of it I yeah but I don't remember like seeing it when I was a kid but I think that for kids who haven't been around people with disabilities this might be like a good introduction to that I know like Sesame Street has a character with autism now so again like representation is important (laughs) I did grow up with people with developmental disabilities in my family so I think that like watching this it would I don't yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I like I knew people when I was younger, but I know that a lot of people like depending where you live, like if you don't live in a big town, yeah, like if you live in like a small area, right. you may never meet people. And like and like I said, everyone is like my experience was nothing like. Yeah. Well, I don't have anyone in my immediate family. It's my extended family plus mm-hmm. like friends, and it was nothing like this. Yeah. So it's all different, but yeah, I feel like it yeah. wasn't bad for what it was. So yeah, could have been a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could have been really bad. <laughs> And it wasn't, so we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, next week, we're watching Get a Clue, <gasps> Lindsay Lohan. Oh, my God. I'm very excited. <laughs> so. that's gonna, we, it's gonna be a long one. It's gonna be good. Okay, right, bye. Bye.